1: Hello everybody and welcome to a very special episode of the THL show because one of our members is pregnant. <laughs> no, sorry. No, sorry, sorry, she's COVID. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> has COVID. I was
2: positive one way or another anyway. Oh, so
1: Yeah, yeah. So how's the dose been? Oh
2: it is I'm I'm not suited to lockdown and I would never survive in prison for any longer than maybe four days. So if I went in for a short stint, maybe, but I'm absolutely. I feel like that woman, you know that film room where she was locked in the the bedroom for like 20 years with her oh, yeah. child.
1: I felt like that. Now, we was, was the beloved feeding you?
2: The beloved kept a very safe distance, interestingly enough, away from me, uh, fed me basically through the keyhole and uh, tried to make sure he wasn't going to contract... Covid, which is interesting because when he had Covid, I attended to his every needs and I thought I'll sacrifice most of them anyway. (laughs) I'll sacrifice myself for Covid, and if I get it, I get it. But no, it wasn't reciprocated. And the minute he got away, I got the minute I started to feel better, he was gone for the hills. So, Um, what class of food were you getting? Um, Well, I lost. So the first two days I was sick and I wasn't really able to eat. And then the second day, third day, I lost my taste. So I could have been eating anything. Uh, No jokes. I could have been eating anything and I wouldn't have known what it was, except I did know the texture of it. So that could have been off-putting.
1: No, I'm just curious as to what he provided.
2: Soup soup, like, you know, Martha Stewart's like. Would he knock on the Um, door
3: and leave it outside the door?
2: Uh, no, yeah, he sort of di- he We didn't need to knock. It's, you know the house isn't that um, soundproof. He just said it's here, and um, tea and the Baxter's sort of, vegetable soup. And um, sort of, uh, he started off with he was a bit ambitious the first day with like toasted bagels and, and nice sandwiches, nice bagely sandwich things. And then when I told him I couldn't taste it, it just dwindled away. The novelty wore off that. Yeah, so, and then he was gone and he didn't get COVID, thankfully for him. Um, I got a, I was sitting last night watching Love Island because I've become somewhat addicted to it in my illness. Um, but I was sitting in the house last night and a Range Rover pulled up outside and I went to the door and I said, I got COVID, don't come in. So it was a neighbour of mine, but he gave me a bouquet of flowers. And I said... God, that was really nice. And he goes, oh, no, I didn't know you had COVID, he said, but I did buy a new Range Rover on Friday in Belfast. And he said, when I bought it, your man said, was, I was giving him my address and he said, um, where are you from, blah, blah, blah. And he said, here's a bunch of flowers for your significant other. And your man says, well, I don't have a significant other. And he says, well, do me a favor. Will you drop them around to Larita's house then? <laughs> <laughs> so hello to Gary Connolly and Gary the next time you're sending something could you send the keys of a Range Rover please not a bloody bouquet of flowers
1: You are a divil for the project
3: place
2: I love a Range I, right,
1: right. I was you bad Tommy I say. thought I was bad
2: yeah, crow. how much did you get for that reason?: I didn't get anything he but bought I'd a like a Range Rover I a north give. you can't say it's Gary could like you that. give me a Range Rover for God's sake not a bouquet of flowers he bought for a for it's sake.
1: like when Jerry Ryan was doing the radio show and he was, used to go uh, oh I was uh, I was in Le Hinch last week and I said in the lovely uh, Le Hinch Arms Hotel what a great place and little did we know that there was a possibility maybe I'm not saying for sure that it happened but there might have been the possibility that there was five grand for every mention of the <laughs> Le Hinch Arms Hotel well I
2: didn't get paid in, the place, in this product placement but I did get a bouquet of flowers
1: well, That's a classic isn't it boy? buying a
3: Range Rover up the north we just love them stories so many of us think of buying a car up the north but not many people go through with it there's something magical about it isn't there I bought a car <laughs> a up like... the north Really? Yeah because we all think we're getting a better deal up the north don't we?
2: I suppose, I don't know, I, don't <laughs> I know mean if you're think. going to pay 120000 for a Range Rover and you can get it for £80,000 and you think it's a better deal, we'll maybe go for it. I love it. Or I don't know how much a Range Rover costs. So listen,
1: uh, I have an idea for us, uh, it's, a, it's a radical idea. Okay,
3: oh, yeah. uh, yes, radical uh, is a strong uh, word Tommy. Yeah but it,
1: it interests me and I, I don't know if it interests you. but it interests me. Were you thinking about this during the week? Uh he, Well, it's, when this notion came into my head, I, I kind of went, oh, I wonder now would the lads be interested I'd be interested in it. Mike won. But on. I, wonder, I wonder would the lads be interested in it. So, uh, a long time ago, I was talking to a uh, a friend of mine who knew when he was like 17 or 18 that he wanted to live a life of service. A kind of a strange way of putting it, doesn't it? You don't really hear mm. that too often these days. But that, that was the thing that he... Um, he had in his head he said I want to live a life of service and so he he tried to join the priesthood but then he had a meeting with Mother Teresa did I tell you this one before no no. No. and and he had a meeting with Mother Teresa and Mother Teresa now nobody knows how she knew this but she went straight up to him this was in Rome way back in 88 or 89 or something like that Mother Teresa went up to this fella that she'd never met before and she said, God does not want you to be a priest. Oh, no. the cheek of her. Put that in your Keith Barry book. Oh, my your, God. Put that in your mind bender novel. Anyway, so that just confirmed what he was thinking himself anyway. So he, he didn't become a priest anyway, but he was committed to the thing of a life of service. And uh, one of the things he does now is that he works with Trokra. Um, troker, as you will know, Larisa, is the Irish for "that's right," compassion. All oh, right. So
2: <laughs> I knew it was something giving, but I wasn't sure what. Remember that, that great player, ah, Jane Trochra. Oh, right?
1: oh yeah, Jane So, what does it mean? The, a compassion, a kind of empathy. You know what I mean? Or, oh Lord, have mercy on us, or something. Anyway, so one of the things he does, he works is he works with troker. And then uh, I was chatting, so that that was in the back of my mind, the life of service, trochra. And then I was talking to uh, a friend of mine, uh, Michael, who is the president. And uh, he was of the Vintners to me, Association.
2: <laughs>
1: he's the president of. <laughs> he's the president of of Ireland.
2: That's what Ah, friend of yours, he is. Have you mentioned it before on the I was,
1: podcast? <laughs> I was talking to Michael. Would you
2: think he gets an invitation up there? If you're
1: he doesn't want you to coming
2: up. Mm. He said, he He's like said, Mother Teresa. He just knows it's not for us. <laughs> he knows we're not suited to a life in the Oris. Jesus, he could be. He, uh, yeah,
1: I'm just wondering if he it wouldn't be a, much of a hop now for him to be disguised as Mother Teresa. But anyway, that's another. That's for another show. Um, <laughs> So I was chatting to him, and he was talking about how there's a famine on at the moment in the Horn of Africa, and he remembers been out there thirty years ago with a lady called Sally O'Neill, I think is her name, who works with Trokra, and he was doing, you know, they went to all the different places where the famine was, and how awful it was, and how there's a famine there at the moment. And I went, all right, okay. I uh, so thought that's kind of interesting. So then I, I did a bit of research into Trokra. I says, wow. A life of service, and the fellow who said that to me was saying uh, he had a few kind of uh, health scares, and there was once upon a time he, he thought he mightn't be long for this particular dimension, and he said, "I suppose when I die, uh, I hope that I've done a few good things with my life." You know the other kind of a way that you kind of, I hope a few people have benefited from uh, the stuff that I've done, and you know that I wasn't a totally bad person, and in in practical ways I helped other people. So I did a bit of digging. I was thinking about, well, well geez, if I died now, what will they say about me? Uh,
2: <laughs> you say Gone too
1: cracking. soon. Uh, I, I detected a level of sarcasm in that, Loretta.
2: <laughs> Gone before he got a chance to give for others. <laughs> Imagine, he had so much potential. <laughs> Oh, you're a waggon. Yeah. You're a waggon yeah. of the Jesus. highest order. I can see it Come. now. I can see it now. I'll be doing an interview in the Irish Independent, and he shut it. You know, It's just. If he had another ten years, he could have done so much more. He was just talking about all the things he was going <laughs> to do. He <laughs> had so oh, many yeah. things on the list. Yeah. Um. But you,
1: when you pass, you you you'll know, Larissa, that you've you've done that you. well you've given
2: yeah but I want to I want to keep giving more and more and more and more all the time like Joe Dolan I mean, yeah <laughs> like Jesus I'm going to stand out in the road and let them take bits of my clothes off as I'm as I'm parting
1: I can see Jesus going up Calvary with the cross on his back being very similar to you walking around the house and not more in your pyjamas with Covid <laughs> I
2: think there's a lot oh and the shoes I'm wearing for the wedding because I've been trying to break them in <laughs> so during, during a Covid and, the ba- a bathrobe and high heels <clears throat> Um, so
1: uh, I don't know about you, Hector. You're, you're probably in the same boat as myself. <laughs> a lot of potential. <laughs> I know you would. They'll say of you, Hector, that he, he gave a lot to the community.
3: Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I was sure a good man that. at the club. Maybe.
1: A lot of, so I, I'm not sure that I would have great credentials there, other than what I've contributed to the nation. Yes. In terms yes. of the chat. Yes,
2: Tommy. Yes, 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 yes. Very, very. In terms important.
3: of conversation
2: yes it's fed um, a lot of people so
1: then i started so then i started thinking wouldn't it be interesting to to investigate and i've tried it before kind of investigating ways that someone with my particular inclinations and talents would actually be able to help i must have told you about the time that uh, i got involved with the simon community in galway and i ran a storytelling workshop was <laughs> this back oh at the crane God. Was this
3: way back in the day? My name grain. is
2: Tommy. I'm completely impractical. Tommy,
1: focus on one story there now. Go
2: back. Come back. back. I'll give you all the tools you need to, to tell a story. Africa. So all these
1: stories will, will <coughs> up, you know. They're linking in. Yeah. So uh, years ago, I was I trying to. I, I got involved with the Simon Community in Galway, and um, I, I was like, "I'm. I can. I can raise money. I'm good. at, I'm a good fundraiser. I can do gigs and give the money to whoever uh, wants it." Um, but in terms of my actual skills, you know, uh, so I said, I, "Will I do, a, I, I said I'll do a storytelling workshop with the homeless people. <laughs> oh, God, help us and save us all. <laughs> so I met these homeless lads and um, we sat in a circle and uh, just tried to tell stories. To be honest, it never really got off the ground. Mm, I'm,
2: I'm very surprised about that now, I have to say. Very surprised. But
1: so uh, that that kind of faded away. And then I was looking at the... I, I did a bit of digging in, in, in the troker thing. <clears throat> and I was looking at all the different parts of the world where troker are. So they're in Myanmar. Myanmar, as Hector would say it. Uh, Myanmar. Um, they are in several places in Africa. They are in the Lebanon and the Gaza Strip and Palestine. And they're in a couple of countries in Central America. And uh, Michael D... Released um, A short speech The other day Yesterday I saw About it Yeah about A really amazing speech About um, The famine in Africa And how Awful and all is the war In Ukraine is That It has consequences Outside of uh, Eastern Europe That there are You know um, And one of the consequences Is the rise in the price Of Wheat and grain And the unavailability Of those products In the Horn of Africa Who are already On the edge of a famine So I started thinking, wouldn't it be an interesting idea if the three of us went to RTE and said, we would like to do a television show where the three of us go to it's a six part series. The three of us go to six countries uh, around the world that are experiencing extreme famine or injustice on a large scale um, and we will go there, and we will do a half-hour show from each country
2: in order to raise
1: awareness. Very interesting. yeah. is that a, curi- a curious one?
2: Will I leave. It with I, you? I wanted to go um to one of those countries. I can't remember where it was now because there was an outbreak of malaria, so I wasn't able to go. And um, to build houses a few years back, one of those countries that needed houses oh
1: didn't uh, remember alan kearns was building houses in zambia yeah
2: it was wasn't wasn't with alan Cairns. now it was just someone else but it was that kind of idea so yeah very interesting
3: and you know we could pick six beautiful unique locations and highlight six different plights problems massive problems and
1: just go there and listen to people and listen don't to put in the pitch
2: that you're going to do storytelling with them would you
1: Excuse me,
2: Loretta, that is leave that, Let's leave that out until we know for sure that we're getting it.
1: Can I do... All right, all right okay. They, they may be starving and they may be dispossessed and they may be living in war-torn or famine-stricken countries, but that does not mean they would not like to see me do stand-up.
2: Oh, yeah, no. As long as you... You can do the stand-up as long as you don't teach them, you know, the the tools of, of it just yet. You know? I, let's get them back on their feet first, like.
1: If my next DVD was called Live from Darfur. Soweto.
2: (laughs) Tommy Tiernan.
1: Live in Soweto. (laughs) Live uh, live in Myanmar. I think that would be fly off the shelves. But but would you be half interested in something like that? I'd love it.
3: Yeah, I would love it. it. There are some amazing places and people to see. And the most incredible people you'll ever meet are the poorest people you'll meet. The, there's a humility involved here Tommy there's when you get to these places and you see what, what
2: would we call it it would be <sighs> Tommy Tiernan giving back THL Aaron Mohor oh we're doing it in French no, we're doing it not doing it THL
3: Th I, I can't I don't know what you call it what would you call it
1: I would just go uh, Journey uh, uh, or something I don't know Trokra. Call it troka compassion. Anyway, so it's not it's it's about raising awareness about what's going on and absolutely. Sometimes people get people get stuck into news feeds that maybe uh, are a bit one dimensional, and maybe it would be a nice thing to do uh, for all of us is just to open up the. Parameters there and and um, see what's going on in tough places around the, around the world. Not not looking for money. I don't think I'm not not a big fan of these um, church gate collections and the public being hounded for cash all the time. Um, like they're saying, they need four and a half billion to stop the famine uh, in the Horn of Africa. I don't think people should be asked that. I think governments and multinational corporations I think Facebook and Apple and Meta and Amazon and Tesla and all these and Coca-Cola and Nike and Adidas and fucking Ralph Lauren and uh, uh, yeah keep going there's a long list uh, uh, Morton's uh, Delicatists <laughs> in Callway <laughs> and Joyce's of Hedford <laughs> I think I think big companies like that should be the ones that give, you know. But anyway, I so agree, uh, I agree. so so, will you leave it with me now, Hector? Will a show does a show like that uh, interfere with your? Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. Because over the years,
3: we've okay. been, I've been on places around the world in in Bangladesh and in Myanmar and especially through Africa. I've seen some of the most simple, brilliant help that has come from from outside the countries in deepest Ethiopia and deepest Sudan, helping so many. It's just when you're there, when you get to these places, you realize the world is just an incredible place, and and we are so fucking lucky to be born on this island, thrown up here in the middle of the Atlantic. When you see what people are, are how how they're surviving, the unique talents they have to survive in these places, and how they can get on with a daily routine of life where they're surviving on five dollars a day. But what'll strike is that the handshake, the smile, the friendliness, and then you'll realize that we're not all.
1: Uh, will will there will there, will there be sex? <laughs> Is that ever part of the Of the
2: equation Love Island <laughs> We'll be doing a version of it Out in Myanmar <laughs> Love Island Live from Palestine <laughs> Naked and Afraid
1: From the Gaza Strip
2: Next to enter the villa
1: It's <laughs> uh, oh, This is
2: a wonderful idea so, A wonderful idea
1: So my, my final Um uh all right curiosity is this for the first time in a long time i went in for a massage in a spa the other day i was on the road and i phoned down to reception and i said is there any chance of getting a rub and uh in the spa and she said yesterday so she booked me and i was in uh, nine o'clock the following morning so 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 i went down and she said to me what do i want and I went. <laughs> I said, "I."
2: <laughs> excuse me, poor thing. I said, "You didn't know she didn't. you." God love her. Uh, I,
1: I said, uh, "I just want. Um, uh, I, I love getting my head done. You know, a bit of the Indian head massage. I love I love a bit of head, and uh, I love getting, <laughs> I love getting the shoulders, and the neck, and the head done. So I just, I just said, um, the shoulders, the neck, and the head, please. So she was fantastic, and I lay down with my face in the hole." And um, she was kind of, she would beautiful toes. That's the only really bit of her I saw. She lovely toes. <laughs> um, and she was giving me a, a good old rub. And then she said, uh, turn over on your stomach there. And she kind of, uh, she rubbed me head and the, kind of me, uh, me clavicles. She got stuck into me clavicles. And she was kind of uh, rubbing me chest and stuff like that. And I had this uh, request. It was coming towards the end. And I felt like asking her to do something for me. So I was there in my box of shorts in a lovely warm room and lovely loads of massage oil and she was after spending oh. the guts of 55... Fu- go on. Easy, Yeah, uh, That's
2: the COVID. You, was that uh, the, COVID the COVID sigh? COVID. There.
3: That was a deep COVID sigh.
2: Why do
1: you always expect the worst? I'm just from me? interested where this is going. So uh, go on, Tommy. You were lying there. So I was lying there, there. I was covered in oil and me. She'd been rubbing everywhere and from the she'd uh, they they, you know they even. They head towards your uh your glutes, don't they on the back massage they 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 do kind oh, of they go right down into, into the,
2: your ass, yeah into
1: the glutes, not into your ass right, as you, go, as you get obviously. Your, your your sphincter loosens as you get older but that doesn't mean that it's
2: <laughs> doesn't mean you could just go straight <laughs> in.
1: No, that's at all. Anyway, so so she had moved down from she. No, no. She moved down your back now. Had she? No, no, she done my back, and uh, it was all and good. Then she had, started and moving. she was strong. And then she said, "Flip over onto your ba- onto your back." So then she started rubbing me chest and me head and all that. And it was it was I needed it from all the it's all the tension, of like, all the tension I carry around in me neck and stuff like that. Um, and I had this. It was coming towards the end. Uh, I had an hour with her, and I, I wanted to ask her something. I wanted to ask her to do something for me. But I chickened out. And I just want to know if you think what I was going to ask her would have been weird or if you were a massage person, would you have done this? Whatever state of mind she'd rubbed me into with the forest music and the panpipes of Guatemala going and <laughs> the kind of uh, the rain and uh, all, these, yes. all this kind of sand and the, and the low lights and the oil all yes. over my body and uh, her lovely little toes and the salt rock in the corner <laughs> what I wanted to say to her was uh, could you could you do me a favour please <laughs> and she'd say yes and I said could you be able to put your left hand so I'm lying on my back okay and she she's up hand, my chest. Yes. could you put your left hand and not even your hand just your fingertips on my heart and could you put your right hand just your fingertips on my forehead and hold me there for a few minutes?
2: No, Tommy. I'm so glad you chickened out.
3: Was this on the menu? Was this on what the menu? Exactly? Was what, what, what is that exactly? What what would she be doing there?
2: Would she be telling would you empty in your sinuses or
1: What? No, listen to what I asked. I know. It wasn't on your head no, and here or
2: whatever. And my heart. Yes. so just you put your could you put your fingertips on my
1: heart and put your fingertips on my
2: forehead? no tommy that For would have started thinking that you were a creep um really? so obviously tommy
3: there was healing hands that do you feel there were
2: healing hands so what then were you uh, going to get her to do when she stood there like a prune with her hand on your head and your chest I just thought uh, there's nothing there's nothing sinister well, in that, it's I don't going think. down a sinister nothing road you'm not is sure that? if it's going oh. no it's not there's nothing, there's nothing bad in that whole uh, heart how, and all. How is that strange? Over my heart now Yeah, how is that strange, Teresa? Come on. If you are in a room with all of what you just described and there's a girl there doing a massage on you and you would say to her, put your fingertips on my heart and your other fingertips on my head, she's going to think, what the fuck is wrong with this creep? What are you going to do as a follow on from that? Nothing, that's, that's the final act of the massage. That's, it's kind of like... It, that's not okay. That's not okay. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. It's n- sick. And even though I know it's not intended to be sick, it sounds weird. And it makes the person feel like... Okay. Then they do it. And then they think... Then it's like a mind game where you're like, well, if she does that now, she might. I might say to her, now will you move your hand somewhere else? And she thinks you have to do it.
3: So... Yeah, but it would be worse if he said, put your hand, will you place, will you cup your hands on my belly button and start singing with me? Like he did, there was nothing wrong with putting your hand on your heart.
1: Your heart is as far
3: away from your mickey as possible. Put your hand tell on your me. heart and tell me. And Tommy, you just wanted to be held. Were you, were you drifting? Were you getting chakras? Were you getting purples and oranges? You were gone, were you? Maybe
1: that's what was happening, that sh- certain chakras were opening and I just wanted to yes. be. But uh, well, was she wasn't be... a chakra opener. No, but maybe I just wanted to be midwifed into the rest of the day and a little touch in the heart um, might have done it because
3: it's in that moment in that actual moment of 60 minutes of bliss where you drifted away through the valleys but I didn't I I, I didn't thankfully
2: thankfully you didn't I
1: kept it to myself good
2: you should have uh, kept it to yourself uh, the next
1: (laughs) time the next time it's
3: always funny it's always funny when they go now the time is up just have a little just relax there I'll be back to you in a few minutes Mm. And you can put on your clothes again. Yes. Just relax. And then you sit, you lie there. And it's as if you have no body, isn't it?
2: You don't feel anything. Yeah, it's lovely. My always inappropriate thing is when you go in and they say, take off all your clothes. I never know, are you supposed to take all your clothes off? Or are you supposed to leave, you know? The knickers on. It's always a bit. Well, you
1: take your... Yeah. I took my bra off. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So she could work
2: some away them, on your clavicle. Some of them give
3: you these little paper nappies, <coughs> These little, yeah, little disposable paper, ones. Little thingy, yeah, disposable ones. They're a bit, the, yeah. Um, yeah, disposable underwear. Disposable underwear, so they can get right up at the back of your glutes. Yeah, seared. So it's almost like those those hats you'd wear in a bakery. Yeah. you know when you're baking, but them around yes. your on Thomas and your.
1: I I bet you now when when word will get out of my peculiar request. My peculiar unspoken request I will guarantee you now, in six or seven months' time, you're going to see on the menu of various different spas five minute heart and head holding happy ending. That's going to,
2: yeah, well, people it... see the...
3: I find that the head is in a magnificent uh, when the head is massaged and scratched and rubbed. It is as if the baggage. Did you feel good, Tommy? Was she? Was it an Indian head massage? Was she? Yeah, was yeah. she deep into your scalp. Yes. Isn't it magnificent? The, the head we take for granted, though the shit that's in there. Yes. And to get it taken out. How'd you feel when you left the room? Were you floating?
1: I was nice. Now it, it was good. I, I wasn't altered.
3: Huge. Did you go back up to the room and turn on Eurosport I'll, and the news. I sit in the bed. Then I went up to the river and pulled myself
2: a <laughs> But I'm deep forest there. Spotify, deep forest. Oh my god! I can assure you that it's not going to be. Po- there's so, there's certain so, uh, massage parlors that probably already have that on their menu. Tommy, cup cup my heart did, and no, cup fingertips. it F- finger my finger my heart? <laughs> finger my, finger my heart. That <laughs> nice. is heart,
1: heart fingering. Anyway, that was
3: you at the weekend. My my Friday night, I felt a, I I did a bit of gallivanting on Friday night, Ooh. and it just was completely spontaneous. It was magnificent. Uh, I was lying on the couch on Friday evening and I knew there was a match on and I said, will I go, will I didn't, will I not go? And then my mate who sells the batteries all over the country, Noel, texts me I he says, where are you at? He says, I'm driving out through Claregowan." I said, I was half thinking of going to a match in Athen Rye and within 25 minutes I had picked up Battery Noel from County Cavan, uh, and we were on our way to a Division 2 League final where we were playing Barna in Friday night in Athen Rye. Great match and... Uh, Division two senior, senior league, top top stuff. So uh, we won by three points. Great. It was a nice crowd over in Athenry Ryan Kenny Park. And then on the way back, we snuck oh, in
2: Hector, I'm to one of the jealous. nicest
3: little, one of the nicest little country bars I have ever been in in my life. It looks like a house from the outside. It's in Abinachmoy Mine, it's called Mannion's. He's an undertaker. He's got a sign outside that says pub and a Galway flag. And you drive by it like it's a house. So we went in the front door, which looks like a sitting room door. And as I walked in on Friday evening at half past nine, there was a turf fire on the left-hand side and a load of people sitting like they were in the sitting room. And I walked in and went, well, Hector, how's it going? And then walked in another room and another turf fire on and another seven lads in the bar, all sitting individually on lounge seats and different stools. And I had one of the creamiest pints of Guinness ever in a lovely country pub on a summer's evening with two turf fires burning in Mannions in Abbey Nochmoy it was beautiful and there were lads coming in who were contracting cutting silage all sorts there's of challenges. there's nothing nicer there,
2: is there than oh, an evening now you see that's the sort of stuff I felt like I was missing out on because I couldn't leave the house just taking for granted going up to watch a football match and stuck so in here. a random place along the way and having a nice pint on the way home
1: You're oh. all, you, you've you been given the all clear now Larissa, have you
2: yeah I'm fine now so
1: that, so, so, when, so so when are you walking
2: out of the house? Um. So well, I walked out with the bin last night in my dressing gown and my new shoes. Oh, driving um, the
1: neighbours demented.
2: Oh, there she is, the yeah. the, the, the hussy. I was like, your, I was like that. What's your one, Jessica Rabbit? I was like, just like her, dear Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, right. Um. So today, what do you do on your first day out?
1: Porter. Oh,
2: I'd lo- I thought I. You know, I didn't say last, I, I just realised last night I haven't been out for nearly, I've missed a whole weekend of drinking.
1: Oh, Rita, we had so much crack when you were inside. Oh, and I missed
2: everything, I yeah, missed everything. Yeah, there was something, everything. I don't know,
1: it just, knowing that you were locked up, I don't know, it just made everybody feel giddy.
2: I've just, <laughs> it's the worst feeling, isn't it, when you're not allowed to go out and you think everybody else. I have this <sighs> massive fear of of losing out when I'm when I'm
1: locked. Oh, yes, you sure did, Rita. you missed everything. The crack yeah so I'm tremendous. going to make up
2: for it massively this weekend I'm not going to I'm not I'm going to leave the house today and I'm never coming back get a taxi into
1: Ballina and just go find your favourite pub and have a beautiful beautiful pint of porter and then phone the beloved and say you better pick me up because I'm not I'm not coming out of here now till much later
2: yes that would suit you yeah, wouldn't it yeah That'd be lovely. That, that's what I'll do I'll go to a match this evening and have a pint afterwards
0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
3: Beautiful. I sort of, I sort of kept this from you and I didn't want to say it to you, but I had a, I had a busy day yesterday. Uh, and it was sort of like, I got, so you know last year, I got my heart checked and all that. Well, I, I went, I don't know if you realize that I was getting a sort of a pain on this podcast. Once in a blue moon, a I would jump. A cramp, Yeah and you've heard it on this leg. podcast cuz it's hap- it's happened twice and it's happened twice in the podcast when we recorded recording yeah. in Dublin and I ha- yes LaRita you you know and it happened in the hen house and I would spasm jump yes and I, the only way I could describe the pain was 10 out of fucking 10 for about 30 seconds where I felt that something inside my body had somersaulted and fucking moved into an area of my body that it's not allowed go. And I went, what the fuck is that? Quite hard to keep the podcast going at the same time. But Such I a professional,
2: spaz- Hector. Honestly, we wouldn't have noticed Jesus, it was that bad. Jesus, 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 Inside, I'd be going, fucking hell,
3: what the fuck is that? And then I would let it go. It would be gone after 30 seconds. So I decided to investigate more because I'm in that sort of investigative mode. Maybe it's because of Freddie and maybe because of everything. Maybe it's because I'm, I'm 52 years of age now. Maybe because we feel pains a little bit more. I don't know. Totally. Hector, so,
1: Hector, you are the Miss Marple of your own body. Yes, I am. The, I am. I am the Angela
3: Lansbury of my body. I wanted I am the, the Sherlock Holmes of my anatomy. And Tommy, you know, since biology class, I have a fixation with the anatomy and I do like finding out lots more things about the human body. So I said, fuck this anyway. Once in a blue moon, I get that. What is that? So to cut a long story short, I was in the clinic. Most unlike you,
1: Hector.
2: Yes. (laughs) Well, I think we need longer stories today. Hector, Uh, how do you go into the clinic and describe a cramp to them? Well, I got.
3: I I said I said to my doctor, "Boff," I said, "Boff, I want to sort this out." Sometimes I get an awful fucking ten out of ten spasm on the left, to the left of me belly button. Because the only way to describe to a doctor when you're getting a pain is don't say seven out of ten because that's fucking grand. Irish men, when you say six out of ten, that could be about seven out of ten. But if you're an Irish man, you say the pain is ten out of ten. It's fucking excruciating, just like your father. Remember, broken ribs and everything. His pain threshold. So I said to Bob, oh, that, that, that was months ago. Now, I was out in Krakow, filming in Poland, and I got a phone call from, from the clinic, Galway Clinic, to say, hi, Hector, we have your...
1: Hector, where were you?
3: So I was in Poland when I got the call there a couple of months ago to go for these what you, tests. What were you doing in Poland? I was doing one of my shows.
1: Get out! What kind of shows do you do?
3: I do a travel show for TG Car. This one is a travel show. This one's called The Balkans <laughs> oh to the Balkans. Geez, you've never. It's an epic three and a half thousand kilometer
1: trip. Did I never tell you about this?
3: Why haven't yeah, you mentioned no, so much? in Poland so and we I, know like, you so I,
1: well. Have you done years and years and years of these shows?
3: Oh, yeah, I've been doing it for 22 years. Why didn't
1: you mention it before, Hector? Have I never mentioned <laughs>
3: that I've travelled all over the world? we were friends. To anyone. Fuck's sake. How, rem- how remiss of me not to tell you. Did I not tell you I was in Krakow, one no, of the great well, classical European cities? Oh, no, you didn't. Go on anyway, go in on. In the Jewish quarter. Go on. So I knew, I'm putting this thing on the long finger, long finger, long finger. And I got a call when I was about to do a piece of the camera in the old Jewish quarter in Krakow in the middle of fucking February. And it was, Hector, we uh, were ringing here from, the, the clinic and uh, dr joyce's office uh are you ready to come in for your uh, colonoscopy and i'm there going um no i'm in poland at the moment i don't know i'll get back i'm never coming back and, and i left it off because when you utter those words colonoscopy i'll be going fuck man what am i doing this for i don't feel it do i have a pain do i don't i'm grand am i grand i'm not typical fucking irishman so anyway I put it on the long finger and the long finger finally broke off yesterday. So yesterday I was fasting. There's no better, there's no better time to be fasting than when Claire are playing in the All-Ireland Hurling semi-final and against uh, Kilkenny. And while the rest of my family are having roast lamb, a roast lamb dinner, I'm taking a thing called movie prep, which is A litre of water mixed with two sachets, sachets A and B, and I have to drink it. And I swear to God, 15 minutes after having the first slug, I start hearing gurgling. And then 20 minutes later, I'm going, oh, my God, it's like Mount Vesuvius. And I'm going, what is that? So. Then you go to the toilet, and for the next four, 24 hours, you drink this stuff, and you get yourself ready. The product is called Movie Prep. Have you ever heard?
2: Yeah, Movie it Call. It? It's called
3: Movie 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 Call. Movie Prep was the one I was on, so it clears everything. It talk about it was the Niagara it Falls for me.
1: Empty, it empties your bowels,
3: Tommy. It's, it, it's it, disgusting. Pebble dashes. It. 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 After a while, when there's no, rem, when there's nothing left oh, to there's no, give.
1: After a while, when there's nobody <laughs> left in the house. <laughs> there's nobody,
3: there's nothing left to oh, give. No, You're sitting Hector. there and it is, it's It's almost like opening the Hoover Dam. That's the way it is. The Hoover Dam. Well, some of the great dams of the world, because it's just H2O that's coming out at that stage. So anyway, so yesterday I went, I went in a half eight and uh, I had an awful lot of stuff done. And uh, my whole day I, I was in there. So what, I what did you, What did
1: you get
0: done?
3: The first thing I got done was I went into a CT scanner again for more dye into my body to look at my kidneys, my lungs, my stomach and my hips. So I went in and had to get this dye put into me at about nine o'clock yesterday morning into a, a CT scanner. Because this the professor, when I told him about this, he said, we're going to do a whole scan of your stomach area, your bowels, everything, Hector. Every man should be at this. I, I have a good chance of picking up stuff if we can see into your body. And he said, right, well, do a CT scan on your, all your organs. And I was going, oh, for fuck's sake. So I did that. Lungs, kidneys, stomach, everything. So that was in the morning time. Then back down, and then we got ready for the main uh, spectacle of the day. So... I got myself prepped for uh, the colonoscopy.
1: Okay, yesterday. which is a kind of a tube up your bum.
3: Yeah, it's a, it can be four metres, five metres, six metres, seven metres, eight minutes. It's a camera. It's a camera. What? Up your, it's a camera. And so so go back so
1: so, so four metres. But you're, how long is
3: your small intestine? How long is the, bar, how, so how, I mean, how, how big is the not big intestine? Not wide now, Tommy, not four metres wide. Tommy it goes like this. It's all spirals. It can it can go on and on. So every, everyone's intestines are different. Well,
1: what's the thing called when you when they just flush water up your bottom? What's that called?
3: That's called an anal irrigation. <laughs> anal irrigation? No,
1: it's not. Is that not? A That's
3: called a thing you sit a on an, in the toilet. A colonoscopy. A colonoscopy is when they put the camera up your butt. But what's
1: the one where they just flush it out with water?
2: That is a irrigation That's a fucking b-day, sort of Tommy, ir- ir- in a hotel. Some sort of ir- colonic, irrigation. colonic yeah. irrigation. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But you
3: can do that doing yoga and all that. So okay. yeah. Anyway, I was sort of happy because you're there. You're lying there, and it's all this. Oh my God. Was what it Hector? I tell me, it's like you're lying in the bed, and you can hear other people in different cubicles, and there's all sorts of conversations going on. And have you any metals in your body? No. Have you any false teeth? No. Have you have you ever had this done before? No. Have you had it? The I'm going. Luckily, I brought the Sunday Times and the reading glasses. <laughs> So do you know what I tried to do to concentrate on was David Walsh on the back pages. I was like this. I was like this in the thing. and I pulled the curtains over and I said, "Please let me concentrate on something else." I could feel my heart going boom, 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 boom. and then you goes, "Well, just check your blood pressure." And I went, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm nervous enough as it is." And she goes, "Jesus Christ Almighty, you're fairly cantering along there." I said, "Yeah, I do have white cold syndrome. I really, I okay. know I have. Okay. I don't like that. I don't like that." do do you know when it goes tighter yes and tighter i just start fucking going i I go tighter with it (laughs) (laughs) i said stop
1: it stop that stop taking
3: so anyway then uh uh the news came we get you in and i must say the anesthetist was fantastic because uh it was a beautiful conversation what did they anesthetize they anesthetize my whole body General anesthetic your general anesthetic for what yeah yeah, man. yeah, you're. Hang on a second.
2: Hang on a second. This is the. This is a colonoscopy. You don't get this a general anaesthetic for a colonoscopy. That means you're knocked out.
3: Yeah, I was knocked out. It was one of the most magnificent for a colonoscopy. I've had. Hang on, Larita. They're about to put a camera all through yes. my body, and you're saying I want to be sitting down and going, "Put on T.G. Caradair. You've got a bad air reception." They, you,
2: they knocked for you out for sake, it. Lurita,
3: your man is there. Do you know when you're working on a site or a guy is wrangling wires? You must be awful afraid. I got one behind.
2: and I didn't get knocked out.
3: Oh, you know, you have to get knocked out for this.
2: For, a cul- for, this for putting the camera it. up your ass.
3: Yes, definitely. So um, I was wheeled in and this guy goes, How are you, Hector, and then Professor Joyce, a magnificent man, a magnificent. He said, Hector, everything will be fine. Don't you worry about a thing. We started talking about the hurling. Then he mentioned I mentioned I'm married to a Claire woman. Then we started talking about La And before he could even finish the sentence about La Hinch, <laughs> <I was so laughs> <fucking, laughs> Saya fucking Nara, hello Helsinki, and Ihawa August Kolosov. And you know that thing that comes up with the little girl on BBC and it's just a picture of her. It picks up the of colors. It was it was, it was fucking glorious. I remember I remember your man coming over to the to the thing. To the uh, thing that's in your arm. And he goes, hey, Hector. Like, oh. <laughs> it was like somebody pulled the plug on the ESB power station at Pulnafuka. And I was sayonara, adios, adios salon, and here we go. So I was fucking Ooh, nice. in Matrix. I don't know. Then I don't know. 45, 50 minutes later, I'm back out, and there's a lady talking to me. And she's there, Hector. How are you? Would you like a cup of tea, Hector? Hector, Hector. How are you? Would you like a cup of tea? And I was just, yeah, tea and toast, lovely, oh, lovely. Just for that, those blissful few moments when you wake up. The tea and toast was magnificent, and it was a, it was a, it was an adventure. But I'm so glad I did it because he, the professor came in then after it, and he said, Hector, everything is hundred percent. No polyps, no nothing, no nothing in the bowel. Everything. I said, I said, I said, Prof, how far did you go? And he goes, You want me to show you? And then he took, he started showing me the insides of my body through the from the camera photos. And he said, Here's your bowel. Here's your stomach. Was it hideous? It was no. It was brilliant. It looked like the inside of a walrus. Oh, Hector! No, it's just all different colours and reds and golds. And I said, "What's in there?" And he said, "It was grand." So I am so the level of euphoria and contentment that I've got went and got checked, uh, and he recommends it to an awful lot of men, like the prostate check, like everything. Is it expensive? When they get is it expensive? No, not that expensive. But he said I, he he recommended that, that a lot of men should. Did get you find out why you che- get
2: the cramps though?
3: No, uh, all I was worried about was there was something else. Why am I getting it? But I'm getting that. That's definitely a muscular thing because when I sit in the wrong position for a long period of time,
1: boom! It's like oh for fuck's sake. So I
3: I thought there was something else. What? And a, the only way. To,
2: what a waste of fucking time! That, Hector. lecture. After all that, you didn't even find out why you have a pull muscle in your leg. No, but
3: you don't. You don't understand. No, I do understand. <laughs>
1: You
2: get a pain in your leg and you didn't deep... You, you,
1: you, you get a pain in your leg and then you said, I better go to the doctor and you fasted for a week and they shoved the camera up your hole and, and you're still gels. getting a pain in your leg.
3: No, 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 no. What I wanted to know was, was there anything... Was Why was I getting this incredibly sharp pain in my stomach? Oh, well, you one get a pain in your
2: stomach as well.
3: I told you it's the left of my belly button. That's, what, that's where I get the spasm. That's it. No, you said it was your you leg. You said it was your <laughs> leg. Your leg. Yeah, but it's coming from the fucking belly button.
2: That it's coming from so my stomach. Fucking I stop, would you? I get that <laughs> spasm. Actually, are you inside of... out and back to
3: front or what? It's it's got it, It's 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 to the left of the belly button, down a bit, and then into the leg.
1: So it travels. You've a travel and spasm. <laughs>
3: So it's anyway,
1: uh, that's a song about. I that. was
3: so happy. I was so happy. That's good news. Done. So, it's,
2: and h- what check. time did you get out of the hospital
3: I just, at? I got out there about two o'clock yesterday afternoon, and just glad I went in and got it done. Might have been people might say, "Oh, it was nothing in the end," but fuck oh, it. Oh, you're I sure had you're better known anyway. But,
2: uh,
3: did mad you book Tommy to think, in for next week? Mad, just I booked Tommy in, and mad to think that with the with the technology that they have, it's fucking magnificent that he could go in there to the darkest, deepest. Valleys of my bowels, oh, my Jesus,
2: stomach, that's so my no, no, and
3: to and to check it out and to check these things out. But what I will say on General Mel's men's health is the CT scan. He said, "I want to check your kidneys. I want to look at your lungs. I want to look at your stomach, and I want to see the. I want to see your inside your body." And that scan is a is a is a is a go to for every man. You, can you get, can get that done on your on your
2: health insurance? Yes you, oh,
3: yes, you can. Yes, you can. anyway, that was my day yesterday. You're such a lick, Hector. Why? You're such a lick.
1: Why? <laughs> get, get everything checked out. Go on, check. Oh, shut your mouth, Tommy. No.
2: I have a pain in my toe. No, Will you take out my me, me stomach there I, and have a look at it? Loretta, Loretta,
3: he wouldn't go for the thumb up the bum, right? <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't go for it until we, we got him to go. Yeah, but his sphincter is so
2: loose now. Like you could put a house up there. And Tommy, you're such a Tommy, lick. Out. You're such a kind of... I went, went and got your heart oh, checked, Tommy. Oh, yeah, because
3: your heart is so hard sometimes. You went what? and got your heart checked I know because Your know heart is so hard Your heart Tommy You went and got checked Because I went and got checked And because of d- Freddie d- I know you did Did
1: I get my heart checked?
3: Yes you did You went for that big job No but I didn't I
1: know you, did. you, you forget I asked her I asked the lovely little girl To put her fingers on my heart Put her fingers on my heart And her fingers on me forehead, And she wouldn't do it for me Hector <laughs> wouldn't
2: do well, it. there's a special hospital you did that go and get that. your
3: heart checked out I know you did Tom. I can't, I know I can't remember if I did or not oh, not anyway, like getting bogged down in the details the moral yeah. of the story is uh, well done to you uh, well done to you Hector Joyce, yeah. and, uh, you're a great lad well done Hector you're a great lad to men out there yeah. if there is checked. a problem down there just
1: go
2: and women it. as well yeah. Hector don't be so and anxious. women oh yeah don't forget about us we've
1: got hearts too Hector you know can't forget about that. Can't oh, you're you mad for the fucking health of the Perry. All I'll say Oh, we're two qualified
2: experts prep. in every department of the of the hospital, me and Hector, we've been in so many of them.
1: Well, that was my day yesterday. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. I uh, hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, it's great to hear that Loretta will be back out in the wild. Look out, Balaná. The but, name of this week's episode is... Oh, I've got one.
2: No, Hang on, you're not Wait. understanding the process. Yes, Lurita. Lurita, no, you're I the have process. a really good one that somebody texts yes, me. It's okay. Monte Carlo.
1: Just even appropriate pause there.
2: <sighs> well, sorry about Monte that, Mark. Carlo. I did try my best. Spell Monty. Monte. Come up. M O N T E, and then Carlo, Monte as in C A R L O W. Oh, Monte Carlo. Oh, that's yeah. not bad at all. That's not bad at all. My
1: yeah, one that comes came from in from God. Mark Macaulay. My one, my one came in from William Ryan.
2: Okay. Very
1: funny. Are you ready for it? Suppose. <laughs> Roundstone Cowboys.
2: That can okay. If we can do Monte Carlo with, next week, nothing. we can have with, we, no, 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 Hector, we can, There's
3: no, there's no affinity, there's no link there
1: with any soccer.
3: Yeah, team. at least
2: Monte Carlo probably have a football team, or they all at least and, have and, a and, speedboat. All right.
1: This week's episode is called Roundstone Cowboys. Thank <laughs> you so much for <laughs> listening, everybody. God bless and good luck.